Welcome in, everybody. This is Dom Lewis. Welcome to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, this is my first recording since Super Bowl. Um, what a tremendous month it has been. Tremendous month of February it's been. Eagles have won the Super Bowl. Uh, the Flyers have won six straight games. The Sixers, they won seven straight before losing the most recent two. But it's been a great month of February for Philly sports. Uh, even the Phillies have been getting in. They've won some preseason games. So it's been a great month for Philly sports. And I want to start out by talking about the other teams in Philly besides the Eagles. Um, you know, What I've heard is people say winning is contagious, winning is contagious. Uh, that since the Eagles have won the Super Bowl, other teams... Flyers and the Sixers and uh, even the Phillies to an extent haven't lost and you know it's just contagious and I think it's more than that I think it's not so much that winning is contagious but rather that competition well winning breeds competition what I mean is I think that these other teams have noticed what the Eagles have done and of course, they, you know they're proud. They're happy for their brother, per se. Their brother won a Super Bowl. Uh, brother meaning Eagles, but they want a piece of that shine too, in their own respective place. So it's like I got to step my game up, and these teams have locked into this energy that's been in the city. I think. And not even the energy. I think they just locked into what what that win did to the city, and they've been these teams have been playing really well. The Flyers have been on fire. Um, they they want to they want in a shootout last night. And they never win in shootouts. Um, so and even with all the injuries that the team has. Had it. I mean, they're still winning games. This team is on. I honestly like the the Eagles, to be honest. So I got to give a major props to the Flyers. The Sixers, they've been playing some really good ball. And although they've lost their last two, um, they lost a heartbreaker tonight. But, I mean, they've been playing some good ball, too. Um, they're really shying away from those old mistakes that they used to make. Um, they're... Now, tonight was a little bit of a lapse, but I think they're turning the corner. Welcome back. Um, So I was just talking about, I think the Sixers have turned the corner. And um, I'll give you an example of what I mean. The Sixers, over the last month, um, they've been in some games where they won handily. And they've been in some close games. And I think that the Sixers are learning how to win down the stretch. They're learning how to win games. And that's what I mean by they have turned the corner. This is, in one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about how this is the next step of the process. Uh, that being uh, learning how to win. And it was going to be painful because you had to go through some growing pains of them losing close games. They lost a close one tonight. Um, but I don't think it was a, a lack of effort or I don't think it was because they weren't apt 
by any means. I think this is just simply because uh, Dwayne Wade found the fountain of youth and he hit a big shot at the end. And he shows why he's D-Wade three-time champion, gold medalist, and all the accolades, leading scorer in all time for the Heat, all that stuff. So um, I, I think that the Sixers are learning how to win close games, learning how to win down the stretch. I saw um, they fought that game. They, they fought every time that the Heat made a run, they would stop it. Um, they would hit a big shot or draw a foul or something. They would do something in order to stop the bleeding. And I and I think this is this is this is big for this team because they're going to need to learn how to do this for the playoffs. And yes, I'm saying playoffs because the, the Sixers are going to go to the playoffs. Um, the Flyers are too, but we'll talk about them in a later segment. Um, but the Sixers are going to go to the playoffs. This team is built to go. Uh, they're, they're, they're built to go to the playoffs, and they're too talented. And now they're learning how to win, and they got some veteran leadership a little bit. Where this team is really going to, they could possibly make some noise in the playoffs. Um, um, I will say that um, I've heard you know people get really high on the Sixers because uh, they won seven games um, in a row. Uh, and they've, if I'm not mistaken, I think the last game they lost at home was in December. So this team is really playing some good ball. Um, I think December 10th was the last game they lost at home. So they're playing some really good ball right now. But I, I am, I still know that this team is young. I still see the deficiencies in the team. Um, and that's not to down them. Trust me, I love my Sixers. But um, I see things that we need to clean up on. I see things that uh, they need to work on. And um, I think that in order to win, in order to really make some noise, you got to have somebody who's really knock down that shot when you need it. And uh, J.D. didn't do it tonight. And that's a concern for me because, uh, yeah, of course you got Embiid, but, you know, they're going to double and triple team Embiid in the playoffs, and it's going to be rough on him. Um, and he's going to have to go through a process of his own in the playoffs, learning how to play, learning how, learning what to look for, um, learning to outsmart a team and, and really play the chess match on the floor, the chess match within the game. So... I think that um, I think that they need that that guy that's going to shoot. And it, I know it's supposed to be Fultz, and you know things can go as planned with Markel Fultz. And look, the kid's not going to play this year, so get that out of your head right now. But they do have pieces. Um, they got Bellinelli, um, who had a good game tonight, actually. Um, they got Ersan Eliasova back, which is, he played good when he was here, so that should be helpful. Um, and, you know, Sean Holmes coming off the bench, giving some energy. He, he's another muck and grinder guy that I like. Um, I mean, of course you got him beat. He's just an absolute freak. The dude is, even when he's having a bad night, he's still effective. Um, ben Simmons, I think he hit a little bit of a wall before the uh, all-star break, but I think he's coming out of it finally, and um, I'm excited to see 
uh, where this team goes. Be back in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Just talking about the Sixers right now. I'm going to get into the Flyers in this segment as well. Um, but um, Sixers for tonight, they lost the game uh, 102 101. Um, Embiid had 23 points, 8 rebounds, 4, uh, it was like 4 assists. And Ben had 11 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, I would like to see more points from Ben. I think that's what... That's how you know that he's still a rook. Because um, he, he he does... He affects all facets of the game. But um, sometimes the points aren't there. Sometimes they are. And I think in order for this team to, to move forward... Um, to really, really be like a force that Ben is going to have to score more eventually. Um, I don't know he's the point guard, but he is also uh, one of the guys. He, he is a staple of this team, so eventually he's going to have to score more. Um, Dario, who is a muck and grinder, who is, I call him Elmers because he's like the glue that holds the team together, I think. Um, he does the dirty work when no one else wants to do it. He's always open for the uh, the shot. Um, he, when someone uh, kicks the ball out, uh, he gets cleans up around the rim. Um, he playing defense. He's always on the floor after the ball. The dude is the dude is Elmer's glue. Um, he had 21 points tonight. Um, so Dario's really developed into a good player, and he's a he's a good piece for this team. Um, but as I was saying in my last segment, talk about how we need that guy, um, and I think that. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to have to be more so of a collaborative effort going into the playoffs because um, Fultz is, isn't going to play this year. So um, Jay, it's going to have to be between JJ, Bellinelli, and Ilyasova, to be honest, um, to be those pieces uh, to hit those shots that we're going to that we're going to need. Um, now Dario has been hitting threes, and that's great, but he's not primarily a three-point shooter. So um, we will need um, a couple of big shots, and I think that. Ilya Silva can give us that. I think that Bellinelli, because Bellinelli had a good night tonight too. Um, he can give us that, and, and JJ is going to have to be more consistent. I'm a little disappointed in Robert Covington right now. Um, I mean, it seems like after he got his contract, um, that he, he just kind of got lost. And, um, I mean, he, he had a really, really hot start to the season. I mean, he was like our third guy. Like, he was the third guy. And I don't know quite what happened to him. I mean, like, he's not he's not hitting those open shots. Um, you know, when people kick out to him. I, I don't know quite what's going on with, with Cubs, man. But, I mean, Cubs going to have to get it together. I mean, he's going to have to. I mean, we're going to need him. We're going to need his defense. We're going to need, we're going to need more for him going into this playoff run. And um, I think that the Sixers... Uh, they have 32 wins right now, 32 and 20, 27. So I think the Sixers, I think the Sixers win. They need to win 10 more games um, to definitely lock up the playoff spot. But I think that, I think overall, I think the Sixers win. I, I'm going to say 44 games. They're going to win 44 games. So we're going to need. Um, 
I mean, they're in a they're a little bit of they're on a road trip right now, so they lost against Washington. They lost tonight. A tough one in Miami. They got to go to Cleveland on Thursday. I think they go back to Miami next week. Um, so we're going to have to pick up. I mean, Cleveland, that's going to be a tough game. It's always tough against Cleveland, and we rarely win against them. So uh, it's going to be a tough one. But the Sixers are going to have to, they're going to have to go on like another run like they just recently did, like how they won their seven games in a row. They're going to have to win like um, going on a run of like five of eight. I'm going to say like win five of eight games. And and I think that'll that'll get you ready for the playoffs. Um, Embiid is, I mean, I'm in I'm impressed by him. I think he should be the player of the month because the dude has just been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he's going to have to think. Like I said in my last segment, I think he's going to go through his own process in the playoffs because he's going to learn. Um, and they all are. They're all going to learn playoff basketball, what it's like, and. You know how intense it really is, um, but Embiid's going to see like double and triple teams, and he's going to learn what it's how it is to really be in that environment, and how how that competition is, and he's going to have to step up to the plate, and I think he will. I think Ben Simmons will too. I, I'm hoping Ben Simmons doesn't shy away from that, and I don't think he I don't think he will. I think that he wants to compete. Um, you know, I I remember all that talk about him. In um, his LSU days, how he like kind of shut it down. I just think he was just disinterested at that point. I think he was just over it, and he was ready. To, he was ready to move on to the NBA because he already knew where he was going. And I think that he he's ready. He's been ready to go for playoffs. I think that um, we're going to need that leadership from JJ Redick, um, that veteran leadership from him. We're going to need that leadership from Bellinelli, who's won a title in this league. Um, we're gonna need. We're gonna need that. We're gonna need those guys to positively influence our young guys, our R&Bs, our Ben's, Dario's. We're gonna need that. So um, I'm looking forward to what this team can do in the playoffs. I'm not as high as everyone else is on the on the on the Sixers right now, as far as them being like a five seed. I think that's a little bit ridiculous. I think the Eagles. I mean, excuse me, the Sixers will be. Um, I think the most, the highest to get there is a six seed, and um, I'm hoping that they do play Washington um, in the, in the first round. Uh, I think that's a winnable series. Um, so I don't think they beat Cleveland. I don't think they beat Boston, and I don't think they'll beat uh, the Raptors. So I'm hoping that they play Cleveland in that first uh, series, and I think that's a winnable series. Uh, I think time will tell as far as if I think they'll win or not. I need to see how they finish out this month of, well, going into this month of March and how they finish out the month of March uh, go leading into the playoffs. I need to see how they are. Um, so, uh, you know, still still a lot of basketball to be played, to be honest. And, um, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited for this team. I, I think that... We got a lot to look forward to with these guys. And, uh, yeah, a lot to look forward to. All right, so I, I meant to get into the Flyers um, for this uh, segment, but I'm going to uh, touch on them in the next segment. Uh, so uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. 
Uh, once again, this is the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. And, um, man, I just love Philly sports. I, I do. I, I love my Eagles. I love my Sixers. You know, I even love the Flyers and the Phillies. And I, and I don't I don't follow hockey that much, to be honest with you. But the Flyers have been hot. They've been hot. I mean, they have, um, they're on a six-game winning streak right now. I think for this month of February, I think they've only lost. They lost an overtime game, actually. Um, but, um, I mean, they are they are hot right now. And I think that if I wanted to judge or I wanted to kind of um, do like an evaluation of every team in the city right now as far as um, the um, – you know, top to bottom, I would I would actually put the Flyers second right now, um, right under the Eagles, and I think they've taken the most energy from that Eagles team. I mean, if you look at the Flyers, they're doing the same thing. They're they're actually doing the same exact thing that the Eagles did. Um, as far as injuries, they got a lot of them, um, and they got you know Simmons. He's out for he's I think he's out for another two weeks. Um, uh, their goaltenders out. I think for six weeks. I think another five or six weeks. Um, so they had they traded for a goaltender. Um, and the dudes come in. Uh, forgive me. I I forget his name. I I don't want to say his name incorrectly. I know his name. First name is Peter, but um, dude has come in and and he's been tremendous. Um, and I I just think that they have the next man up mentality just like the Eagles. Um, they are really playing well. I know one of their issues this season, although I don't, uh, I'm not a big hockey guy, I know one of their issues this season was um, goaltending. One of their issues was goaltending, and another issue was they couldn't score. Um, and I know a lot of people wanted to fire the coach, and I know a lot of people wanted to trade Giroud, the captain, and you know I, I never hear the end of it. Um, and I'm not even a big Flyers guy. I mean, excuse me, big hockey guy, but I, you know, I know those two, I know those couple of things. I mean, you hear from the Flyers faithful and, um, I got to give a shout out to, to Jason Martinez, um, because, uh, I listen, I listen to him like every day and I actually obtain most of like, I, I, I won't say I obtain most of my knowledge cause I don't really have a good knowledge of hockey, but um, if I if I had to say like, if I was learning learning the game, I would be learning from him because uh, he you know he's a hockey guy, and he's a Flyers guy through and through, and um, if I needed to be educated on the game, I would say that I I I obtained my education of the game through him. Um, so a big shout out to him, and. Uh, you know, he has been one of those guys. Um, he thinks about the game. He thinks about. He thinks about it. You know, he's not so much to pull the trigger on, oh, fire hack and um, um, trade Drew. And although he's a G lover, uh, he he he's he's not. He is not. Uh, he's a very logical thinker when it comes to this stuff, and he's taught me how to logically think about the game as well. Um, so and I knew that that's not the answer. That's not the answer for anything. I mean, you don't just 
you don't make hostile decisions like that because uh, you're just frustrated with the team. Um, they have trusted the process in their own right as far as um, their coaching is concerned and the moves that they made on the team, uh, the moves that the GM has made. And I, I think that it's starting to pay off. I think that their young guys are really starting to develop. Um, and, and you know, Gosh Spare is starting to play really well. Uh, Voracek is playing well. These guys are coming along, and they're like they're turning the heat up, and um, they're really, really poised to make a run. And uh, I knew it once I heard. Uh, I think it was G's interview last week. Um, he said they're not just trying to make the playoffs; they're trying to get the number one spot in their division. And when I heard him say it, I was like, "Oh, they're trying to make a run. Like they know they it's something going on in that locker room." And it's the same kind of magic that happened with the Eagles. It was something going on in the locker room. And, you know, we weren't able to tell, like, from the outside, you know, but they knew inside. And I think it's the same thing happening with the Flyers right now. And I'm not saying that, hey, they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I'm, hey, I, let's pull the brakes a little bit. I'm simply saying that they can make a run. Um, I don't think it'll be like last year. Where, uh, not last year because they weren't in the playoffs last year, but the year before where they – they fought just to get into the wild card. That's not gonna happen with this team. This team is a different team, and this team is a better team, and they're more poised. And uh, I think I think they're poised to make a run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Um, I'm also excited to you know uh, divulge more into hockey. Um, I'm gonna learn the game more um, as they make this run through the rest of the season and through the playoffs. And um, I'm excited. You know, they make me excited as far as um, what's going on with their team and what's going on with the city overall because I think that uh, energy is real. And uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a mystical and magic and all this stuff. I'm just saying energy is real. And I think that they're feeding off of what happened with the Eagles. Even if they don't want to admit it, I think that every team is feeding off of what happened with the Eagles. I think that the Eagles are the big brother. And I think that everyone is chasing, even if they don't want to admit it. Um, they may not. Hey, look, man, I got my own sport to play. I understand that. But this is a city. And like, if you really, really love this city and understand the fans, that you understand what the Eagles winning the Super Bowl meant. And I think you're feeding off of that energy. So I think the Flyers are doing that, to be honest with you. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Um, I'm tuning in every day as far as I'm 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 soaking up as much hockey news as I can. Um trying to learn the game more and more. And I'm excited to see what they're gonna do this year. Um in this in Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm excited, man. I mean, hey look, Nashville came out of nowhere last year and they went to the Stanley Cup finals. So um I think that with um the NHL anything can happen. It's not like it's not like the NBA where it's like, oh, you know it's going to the finals every year. Um it's it's just it's it's a different it's a different the way it's set up is just different, and uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. So um, that's my flyer segment, and I'm happy I got a chance to talk about them. And uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up with the next segment. I'm going to talk about um, just going to talk about the playoffs for both teams and um, where this city is headed because I think it's headed in a a positive direction, and I think. Um, I think the shift has already happened as far as 
the way we think as Philly fans. So I'll be back in a moment. Hey guys, welcome back. So, um, we're headed into a, a brand new day. Um, I think that the shift happened once the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I think the change happened. Um, and, you know, I could be blind because I'm here in the city and I'm so immersed in these teams. But I think that the change happened once the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I think that it's almost like the burden was lifted, you know? It's almost like the curse was broken. Um, it's, it's like um, the change happened right when the Eagles won. Because it was that was the championship we chased for so long. And we heard all the taunting. Oh, how many rings does your team have? And all of this stupid stuff. All of it. And um, we suffered every season. Year after year after year. We suffered. We suffered. We suffered. We suffered the stupid trades. And we suffered through um, the trading away of good players. And um, we suffered through bad coaching. And, you know, losing players to free agency. And. The shift happened when Eagles won the Super Bowl. February 4th, 2018 is a day that shall forever live in infamy in Philadelphia sports. In Philadelphia, period. Because I think that the shift happened that day. That night. And with that shift happening, I think that us as fans of Philadelphia sports, we think differently now. Um, There's no longer a what was me mentality or um, this always happens to us, but um, we now look forward to brighter days, and I think that it is now a brighter day. Think about this. Last year, around this time, what is it? It's February. As I record this, it's now February the 28th. Um, it's after midnight. It's almost 1 a.m. It's after 1 a.m., actually. Excuse me. So it's February 28th. Um, and last year, this time, we're talking about the combine. That's it. We're not talking about the Flyers. Um, we're touch, talking a little bit about the Sixers, but not that much because at this time last year, we already knew Ben Simmons wasn't going to play. And um, this was in, when Embiid towards meniscus. And um, he was out, but they wouldn't say for how long. So, um, but us as fans... I think we knew that MB was going, not going to play for the rest of that season. Um, so we knew after after we played that Houston Rockets game, it was it. So we weren't talking about the Sixers that much. We weren't talking about the Flyers that much. We were talking about the NFL Combine. And I can remember last year at this time, the big conversation was Joe Mixon. I can remember that. I can remember us talking about if the Eagles should take Joe Mixon, even though he did the, you know, he had his issue with uh, domestic violence. Um, I don't even know if it was domestic violence. I would say, you know, hit a girl in the bar. Um, he punched her. He cop punched her. He, he, he sucker punched her. Um, but, you know, he had his issue, I should say. Um, but that was a dominant conversation, I remember. We were talking about the Joe Mixon thing. 
and we talked about um, who, because this was before NFL free agency, so we didn't know Alshon was going to be here yet. We didn't know Tory Smith was going to be here yet. We didn't know LeGarrette Blunt was going to be here yet. So, um, yeah, we were talking about the combine, and I remember we talked about uh, John Ross because he ran like a four-two-two last year, and we talked about should the Eagles take him if he's available. We talked about Dalvin Cook. And the Eagles should draft him. And I really wanted Dalvin Cook. I wanted Dalvin Cook so bad. Because uh, I knew that he could be the running back for us. But it's cool. Because we got our undrafted uh, running back. Corey Clement. And he is, he is, he is the real deal. He can catch. He can pass block. He can run. The dude is the real deal. Um, so, yeah. I think that the shift has finally happened with this city. Where we don't just we're not just talking about just Eagles, Eagles, Eagles because we got our championship now. And it's not that we don't love our Eagles because we still do. And trust me, we're gonna be on their behind. Uh, you know, we still celebrate right now and it's still wonderful days and it's sunny and you know, flowers and all of that stuff. Yeah, but once OTAs come around, yeah, we're gonna start getting on them again. Once Katrina can't come around, yeah, we're gonna start getting on them again. Just like it just like it like we didn't win. We're gonna be getting on them again. And I can, I can, I'm already getting itched. Like, I'm already like, you know, all right, that's enough celebrating. Let's get back to work. That's how I feel. But, you know, I get it. It's still February. So, <laughs> you know, hey, let the boys celebrate. You know, let them have their fun. I think they know that they got to get back to work when they got to get back to work. But as far as our other teams, the shift happened with this fan base. And now I think the teams are feeding off of that energy. And I think that we now have competitors we have competitors in this city um there's no longer tanking there's no longer these these sorry teams um that we have to look forward to and we're just fans because um we're just fans but we got some true competitors in this city now um contenders you know the sixers may not be all the way there yet but they're getting there the flyers they're getting there I don't know what's going to happen with the Phillies yet, but I, I feel I feel that they're feeding off this energy too, and I don't feel like it's going to just be a oh we're just aiming to be 500 this year. I think you know this new manager Gabe Kapler is really going to have these boys trying to play, and I think that I think that the Phillies are really going to try to sign uh, Jake Arrieta. They're really going after this guy, and I think that hey look man, open up the checkbook, sign the man, sign him. We need some excitement for this team. I would love to go down there and see Ace and just and just throw some heat. I would love to go down to the ballpark over the summer and just see it. But, you know, we got some pieces on the team. I, I just don't think they're ready to compete yet. But we'll see. We'll see how they are. Um, but I just think that the city now is just really um, coming into its own as far as having competitors, having contenders. Um, we're no longer um, tanking. We're no longer just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. We're trying to win. And that's what I'm excited about. And um, I talked about it in my last podcast. I quoted Harry Mays and I said, um, the paradigm shift happened that night. And I think it did. I think it, it, was, a, it was a shift, like almost like a tectonic place. Like it was a shift. And it was just like, like we awoken, 
you know, just amazing. Um, and I think that, um, you know, I know Jason Kelsey did the, you know, no one likes us and we don't care. Um, but we've been that fan base for so long, the miserable fan base and, you know, oh, Philly fans are brash and they're rough and all that stuff. I mean, the truth is we love our teams and we were talked about so badly because we loved our teams and our teams were sorry. They were terrible teams. And that made us a little rough, you know. But I think that the shift has happened. And I'm not saying Philly fans are about to just be nice and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, I think for the most part that the Philly fans are really good fans. I think that we're really good fans and we just love our teams. Of course, there are idiots out there that get beer muscles, that drink, and they act stupid and they do stupid things. And that's a stereotypical, quote-unquote, Philly fan. But that's not the real Philly fan, That um, the true Philly fan. Because I, I think for the most part, hey, we work hard, we feed our families, we love our families, and we love our sports. And... We now have something to cheer for in all four sports. And it feels good. It feels good that, you know, it feels good to be a, a Philly 4 for 4 fan now. It feels good. Not saying that, you know, I didn't enjoy being a Philly 4 for 4 fan all my life, but it feels good to be one now. Um, could I just be saying that because I'm still high of the Eagles championship? Yeah, I could. But I'm happy that we got teams we can cheer for now. And it's not, it's not miserable being a Philly fan anymore. And the shift has happened. We got some competitors in the city. And I'm looking forward to the month of March. I'm looking forward to April. I'm looking forward to the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm looking forward to the NBA playoffs. I'm looking forward to baseball season, to be honest with you. And I know it's, you know, we all get to the dog days of summer with, you know, there's no basketball, there's no hockey, and it's just the Phillies, but hey, look, I think they're going to keep us interested, you know, I think, I don't think it's going to be that summer where we're just waiting for training camp anymore, I, I think those days are over, I do, I think it's time, it's our time, it's, it's time for us to stop being miserable, and I don't think we're that, we're not, we're not that fan base anymore, we have teams we can cheer for. We got some winners. And if they ain't winning yet, they're going to win. So I'm looking forward to it. And I hope you are too. Thank you for tuning in to the Philly Sports 4 Podcast. I'm Dom Lewis. You can follow me on social media. Um, on Facebook, I'm just Dom Lewis. On Twitter, I'm at Capadom. On Instagram, I am at Capadom. I will post a link for this um, podcast um, on all of my social media networks. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys are uh, moving on just as I am. Take care of yourselves. Peace.